good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Welcome to the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Glad that you're here today. Thank you for taking the opportunity to tune in and download or live stream or however you listen to this podcast. I want to be a blessing to you and help us to be able to focus on what really matters to the Lord. Well, I hope that you have been a student of God's Word. I pray that God has directed your steps and given you wisdom for making right choices in life. It's always a challenge when you can't see the entire roadmap before you to often know which choices are the best choices to make in life. And uh, all too often, there are even believers who will uh, say, God told me to do this or God told me to do that, and they get very precise and Oftentimes that leads them to really unrealized and misunderstood expectations about what God would have for them in this life. I began this uh, podcast series on uh, a couple podcasts ago looking at an article by Paula Higuchi, who I give credit for on this, but she takes the opportunity to write, I think, a very helpful article for the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. And it is a real eye-opener for many people to read this because they have been fed a bill of goods for so long. Uh, That is, that they have believed that their experiences that they have in life trump the promised words of God. They supersede the Scripture. And I have met countless people like that in my own uh, ministry and giving spiritual care to people that they will come to me and they will assert sometimes with great fervency that God told them this or God told them that. And, and, And they come to rely on those things thinking that their experience of seeing a beautiful sunset or seeing a shape of the state of Texas in their in the clouds in the sky, or they saw some uh, some picture or vision in a piece of burnt toast that came out of the toaster. That in reality they come to lean on those impressions or experiences uh, in in order to uh, discern what choices they ought to make in life or what goals or objectives they should have. And those things are so, that's, a, that's a, a thinking that is so wrong and will steer you in the wrong direction. But we understood from the last few podcasts that that's what people are looking for, though, are they not? And I want to encourage you, my listeners, not to fall into that trap. Because people are always looking for something that's sensational, that's kind of drive-through uh, viewpoint on life where it doesn't take any effort. You just sit in your vehicle and you go through the drive through or you just sit on your couch and uh, you listen to people that have sometimes occultish type viewpoints of how things ought to work. Whether you are able to do a little dance and say a prayer and all of a sudden it stops raining or whatever it might be, or God told you to wear a certain color shirt for that day, uh, it, there's just so many things that people tend to uh, lean on that that uh, come from uh, a, not a scriptural uh, foundation or standpoint. So rather than have solid food, people are looking for the sensational because solid food of the Word of God implies that there's a slow, methodical, intentional accumulation of your understanding of the Word of God. You're knowing the Lord better. You know His Word. You live according to its principles. It's very practical and instructive to you. Uh, and Because the fact is that the, the allure of entertainment 
the allure of the immediate and having some uh, uh, intervention by God where he gives you this big sign uh, is often desired more than the declared word, the faithful study of the word of God that untethers you from, from Christ. And then my deceitful desires, because I'm I'm uh, always capable of deceiving myself into something that I need or want when in actuality that's not the case. Uh, and I want to continue that thought today from the book of Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1 and remind you of this important passage scripture that says, God, who at sundry times or at different times and in different manners, different ways, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he made, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Uh, what happens when I let my experiences overcome the completely sufficient promises of the Word of God? What that does is it brings a misguided hope uh, that we think our experiences uh, say, I don't need or need to rely on the sufficiency of the Bible. And, and I don't want to be, I want to be careful here. I don't want to minimize a person's life experiences because we all know that the longer you live this life, you do accumulate wisdom. You do accumulate understanding. Um, the, the, that, that's just fruit that comes from learning from your past and learning about mistakes that you make. But I will say this to you, your personal experience is never meant to be your authority or an authority that is placed even on other people to say, well, this is what I experienced, so it must be true for you too. Peter, the Apostle Peter in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 17 to 21, is recounting the time of the transfiguration when he, Peter, James, and John went up on the mountain and saw our Lord transfigured. And the voice came out of the cloud, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Uh, and he goes on to say in verse 18, and this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Verse 19 though, listen to what he says. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scriptures of any private interpretation. In other words, what he's saying in this passage, he's telling about this great experience that he had, undeniably a great experience. Uh, I heard God speak on that Mount of Transfiguration. It was, it was just a huge time in Peter's life. But instead of urging other believers to expect this to be the norm for their life, in other words, to have a supernatural experience like that, or some supernatural impression, it's interesting that Peter turns from that and he directs believers to the promises. We have a more sure word to the promises that are laid out in Scripture in order to guard against heretical thinking and misconstrued impressions and experiences that I have in life. Uh, God in these last days, Peter says, has spoken to us through Christ, the incarnate Word, 
Therefore, he draws the conclusion the Bible has the final word and how you evaluate your experiences. Rather than our experiences dictating your spiritual guidance, rather than it be your standard of truth, you let the all-sufficient Word of God be that which guides you. So what is it? Experiences or the completely sufficient promises of the Word of God? I would suggest to you that those promises of God are the only thing that will keep you from wandering down unfruitful paths and misguided hopes. God bless you today. Cling to His Word. Love it and study it. We'll see you in the next podcast. God bless.